You know, Arisha, I gotta say, I'm having one of those days when it just feels really, really hard to be a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's like every other day for us, you know? Paparazzi, tabloid headlines, gobs of money. It's exhausting. Yeah, other stuff. Um... (laughs) And you know, one thing that's hard about being a celebrity is when another star pits their fans against you. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Jake Gyllenhaal can relate because he's got Swifties to fend off. Yeah, I gotta say, if we've learned one thing from Taylor Swift's career, it's do not (laughs) mess with her fans. Yeah. I feel like you wronged Taylor and they are gonna come for you. Yeah, and they've been coming for Jake big time ever since she dropped the 10-minute version of her 2012 song, All Too Well, which is the ultimate breakup song about their relationship. Yeah, and Jake's talking about it for the first time, and all I gotta say is, trust me, Jake, you do not want this fight. Get those dukes up. From Wondery, (laughs) I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. Today is Friday, February 18th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Give me that, give me that hot sauce. So we all know how diehard a Stars fan base can be, just like our Richies. You know, I can only assume many of you would run into a burning building to save us. (laughs) Yeah, and we absolutely (laughs) adore you for it. But when one celeb wrongs another, I mean, you know they're going to hear about it from upset fans. Yes, and that's a lesson Jake Gyllenhaal learned the hard way after breaking Taylor Swift's heart. Right, which of course was like 10 years ago, but... That doesn't matter to Swifties. 
No, it does not. So after Taylor released a new version of her song All Too Well last year, her Swifties rekindled their old feud with Jakey Boy. Mm-hmm. Now, the song was on Taylor's 2012 album, Red. And last year, she re-released her own version of the album after re-recording all of her songs. And she's currently re-recording all of her major studio albums. Yeah, so her previous label sold her masters without her permission, and this is a way that she's able to keep her music under her own creative control. Mm -hmm. And no doubt the song that had people talking the most was Taylor's 10-minute version of one of her best, All Too Well. It's commonly thought to be about her three-month relationship with Jake back in 2010. And in the song, she references their age gap as the reason they split, singing... You said if we had been closer in age, maybe it would have worked out fine, and that made me want to die. <laughs> That's dramatic. Yeah, um, very but dramatic. But Taylor, <laughs> Taylor didn't stop with just recording a new version of the song. She also released a music video for it last fall, and I gotta say, it didn't really leave a lot to the imagination. Yeah, I mean, this had the head of marketing texting us a scarf <laughs> emoji, so... Definitely didn't leave a lot to the imagination. No. So the video was written and directed by Taylor herself, and it features actors Sadie Sink and Dylan O'Brien. Fans, of course, were like, hmm, Dylan looks a little bit or a lot bit like Jake. (laughs) Um, And plus, Sadie is 19, Dylan is 30. That age gap we were just talking about, very similar. Taylor was 20 when they dated and Jake was 29. So a lot of similarities, and the general feeling the song in the video gives is that Taylor was young and smitten with Jake and was left feeling used and discarded after their split. And, you know, Jake was 29. He's old enough to know he shouldn't have led her on. Right. Also, this is just a three-month relationship, though. Like, I don't know that I fully realized that until you just said it. Yeah. Well, come on. I I feel like it's—I'm trying to figure out how to say this uh, diplomatically, but— as having been a 20-year-old girl, uh-huh. uh, I and how I look at relationships then versus how I look at relationships as a 29-year-old person. Yeah. It means a lot. Like, three months when oh, I'm 29 yeah. is like, whatever. But three months right. when you're 20 is like, oh my gosh, I'm already <laughs> planning our wedding. Right. Yeah, that's, that's very fair. Great point. Really great point. <laughs> Said so diplomatically. <laughs> And since the release of the song and the new video, fans have been calling out Jake for his behavior towards Taylor. But Jake is pretty tight-lipped. Like, he's been Mm -hmm. very quiet about the whole thing. Until now, he finally broke his silence in an interview with Esquire that dropped yesterday. Yeah. So it's been 10 years. And in the interview, Jake's asked about the reaction from Swifties after the re-release of All Too Well. And he responds with, It has nothing to do with me. It's about her relationship with her fans. Wait, is he saying that the song is about her relationship with her fans? I thought so. I mean, that's how I interpreted it. Not that she was just re-releasing it for her fans. Yeah. I feel like maybe he means, like, the bigger picture. It's one of those things where it's like, Jake, you know what they're trying to get an answer about, so why not answer (laughs) that? Yeah, this isn't his first rodeo. Celebrities, honestly. (laughs) Um, But Jake also says that he understands Taylor's an artist and music is her expression, saying Mm -hmm. artists tap into personal experiences for inspiration, and I don't begrudge anyone that. So he's saying he doesn't really have a personal problem with Taylor writing the song, but he did turn off his Instagram (laughs) comments not too long after the song was released in the fall, which we all know to mean... (laughs) Yeah. Scandal. 
But can we blame him? I mean, no. I, I don't blame him at all. No. I don't need a ton of scarf emojis on my right. comments. Like, there's a difference between being really affected and like, oh my God, everyone hates me, and just being annoyed that your comment section is full of scarves. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I would have done the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even though Jake is telling Esquire his life hasn't really been affected by the drama around Taylor's release, he did say that he thinks an artist has to hold their fans accountable, saying, At some point, I think it's important when supporters get unruly that we feel a responsibility to have them be civil and not allow for cyberbullying in one's name. I mean, I agree with that. I think that there is a responsibility. Yeah. I mean, certainly I mean, to denounce it. Yes, like you can't control people's right. behavior, of right. course, but, you know. Be like, I'm a, not condoning this. Don't be violent. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and Jake also says this whole thing begs for a deeper philosophical question. Mm. But, of course, he's careful to keep it broad and not specifically name names. He yeah. says the question is not about any individual per se, but a conversation that allows us to examine how we can, or should even, take responsibility for what we put into the world our contributions into the world. And he asks, how do we provoke a conversation? This is really serious conversation for a music video. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, what? What? It feels like one of those like interviews where you don't really know the answer. So you like talk in circles to hopefully distract the interviewer. And it worked because I'm distracted trying to understand this. Yeah. Many years from now, a small child is going to be like, Grandma, how did we start taking responsibility for what we put into the world? And she's going to be like, Taylor Swift's music video. That's how. We all came together after that. <laughs> um, so Jake really wants us to think he's above all of this and that he's not about the anger and divisiveness, which he refers to as life-threatening in the extreme, which is fair. That's true. In the extreme, yeah. that is the yep. case. Yep. Although he does clarify that he never felt like his life was in danger. Which is good. Um, but he does then ask, my question is, is this our future? Is anger and divisiveness our future? And he continues, <sighs> or can we be empowered and empower others while simultaneously putting empathy and civility into the dominant conversation? <laughs> and he says that that's the discussion he wants to have. Well, I mean, the problem is, it's not our future. It's our present. I unfortunately, I'm just like, did you? Is it her scarf or not? Like, what are we doing here? All of these. Words. If you were the interviewer, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, interesting. So, do you have the scarf? I know. <laughs> After he says all these big important words, I mean, yeah. like, where's the scarf, bro? Nothing puts me off more than somebody that just uses a bunch of high syllable words. Like, okay, we get it, Jake. Calm down. Yeah. yeah. So Jake says, enough with the anger. Let's be more empathetic. I can agree with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it's, that's we should. Yeah. And even though some Swifties may not believe it, Jake says he hasn't even listened to Taylor's album. He's too busy living his best life, which mm -hmm. is just the ultimate dig, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He says his <laughs> life is wonderful yeah. and speaks about his relationship with model Jean Cudieu. He also says, I have a family I love so much, and this whole period of time has made me realize that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Jake's obviously really going all in on this, like, mm -hmm. unaffected good guy, let's be more empathetic narrative. Do you buy it? Um, I actually do. Okay. Um, I just, especially thinking about their age difference. Um, yes. So he's, what, 39 now, almost 40? 
Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, it was a relation. It was like we said, it was a three month relationship a long yeah. time ago. You turn off your comments on your Instagram and you continue living your best life. Like, I don't yeah. think it'd be weird. Like thinking about relationships that I've had that are three months, it'd be weird to like still be talking about it 10 years later. I know. I 100 <laughs> percent agree with that. Also, I've said this many times. I can't remember if I've said it on this show, but science has shown that lust wears off after three months. <laughs> So you're not in love, people. I want to know why you're saying this so much. Because it's true. (laughs) I look back at the string of like three-month relationships I had Mm -hmm. years ago, and I'm like, okay, it all makes sense. So I just picture you getting into an Uber and then being like, hi, are you Brooke Zipper? And you're like, listen, lust only lasts for three months. Calm down, sir. Yeah. And also, uh... Kanye forces everyone to wear his own outfit. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziprin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our amazing theme song is by Gems. Michaela Myers is our senior producer, and Joshua J. Ha-Chang is our associate producer. Steve Maser is our story editor, and Sam Ada is our sound engineer. Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marsha Louie for Wondery. Join us tomorrow where we sit down for a chat with Sydney Page of Sydney and the Sheets. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome that dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless in the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser. What a loser.